and welcome to Reset Your Life. I am your host, Marietta Kammerer. Today's program was brought to you in part by KMAREducation.org and TheHealingMindMagazine.com. Skin Secrets Revealed is our topic with the renowned skin specialist, Anilsa Brown. We're going to cover Skin Deep Dive, Unraveling the Mysteries of Your Skin, Conquering Skin, skin Challenges, and, of course, Timeless Beauty Secrets. Before we go to the red carpet, meet my dear friends and Reset Your Life contributors, Norma Giannatazio. Good evening, Norma. How are you? Good evening. Happy Halloween. Thank you for being here. And Ray Meglio, thank you for being here tonight. It's my pleasure. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you. Now to our special guest. I have been following Anilsa Brown for years to learn more about healthy skin and uh, enjoyed having Anilsa on our live radio program in New York on Life Talk with Marietta before COVID hit. Um, so, Anilsa is the owner of the skincare clinic, Anilsa.co, in Killeen, Texas, loved by millions of people worldwide millions of followers on social media, and very much loved by us. Please welcome the one and only Anilsa Brown. Good evening, uh, Anilsa. Well, good evening to all of you. Thank you so much. What a, what a sweet introduction. Red carpet. Red, red, <laughs> red, red, red carpet. We need the horns. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get right to the question because we got a full program going here. What is the skin primary role in maintaining our overall health, Anilsa? The skin's primary goal is actually protection, and that's what it does. It protects the overall um, environment of, let's say, the sun, um, environmental factors, so it is the layer that protects us from um, getting damage. So that's the overall. And then, of course, the secondary is of taking care of the skin so it looks beautiful and healthy on the outside as it should on the inside. Right. Um, we just chatted a little bit um, off air, and um, a lot of people don't know that if you don't don't put protection on your skin daily, what it could really do to your skin. I have to say, I I'm one of them. I don't really think about it that much. So, um, what should we do daily? Uh, even daily? if we don't put on on makeup, if we if we don't put on makeup, what should we do? At least the basics. The basic really is sunscreen, and it starts with an SPF at least of a thirty. And what that does is that it protects your skin against the um, UVA and UVB, which is ultraviolet aging and ultraviolet burning. And so it, and it should be reapplied depending on your, you know, Fitzpatrick, which is your skin coloring. If you're a lighter skin tone, well, of course, you're and you're exposed to the sun, you're going to apply it at least um, every 45 minutes on the skin. And then as you get a little bit darker, of course, the melanin is what actually gives you the protection. So you should apply it about every hour and 30 minutes. 
And again, it depends on where you're at. If you're swimming, of course, you want to re-put it on. Just because it says waterproof doesn't mean that is completely waterproof because it does come off and you need to reapply it. So sunscreen is the most important part of our daily protection. Used to be it was called sunblock, but we find that it's kind of misleading because block means that it completely blocks it. So sunscreen means that it gives you a layer of of a screen protection on the outer uh, skin itself. So definitely sunscreen starting SPF 30. Go ahead. Right. Now, um, uh, I put on makeup in the morning just like Norma because we both have to get out the door to see our clients. We put our makeup on. We don't have time to to look at our skin every hour and a half. But, but because we got our face all set and we're ready for the day. So Definitely. what do we do? So, okay, so if, let's say this is going to be the factor. If you're going to be exposed out in the sun, literally direct contact, that's when you're going to reapply it. Usually means out um, walking, um, swimming, sports, then you're going to reapply. Because if you think about it, you shouldn't be applying a full face while you're exercising outside or swimming. So that's what it means by reapplying it then. Now, if you're going to be in and out, outdoors, definitely. If you're going to be in and out um, in a building or outside, then definitely throughout you're going to have your protection. So you don't need to reapply it every hour, hour and a half. Right. Is there makeup on the market? I have no idea. I'm this is so there foreign is. to me. There there it, is. There's there, yeah. there is. I'm there's powder that has it yeah. and makeup mm-hmm. that has it, definitely. Yes. Yeah. And those are great. I highly recommend those uh for people that don't like to wear full makeup but they want something kind of nice and sheer. It doesn't give you full coverage, but it does give you protection, and that's great. Like the powder, you can actually put it on after you apply your makeup or by itself. You can use powder, and it comes in different shapes, which makes it very nice. Wow. Norma, do you want to come in? Do you have any questions? Well, no, I did know that because I do use some that my makeup does have SPF protection in it. And uh, I I usually use a much lighter makeup during the day. After I moisturize, I put my makeup on. And it's usually a powder. And then I use a blush. And pretty much I'm I'm off, um, you know. And in the evening, I'll change my makeup a little bit. But that's mainly what I do during the day. At work, it stays on. And I also use a, a setting spray. After I've got my makeup on, I have a setting spray. It's, uh, it looks like a little spray bottle, and it just sets the makeup in place, probably moisturizes it too. I can't think of the name of the product now, um, but it, it's, a, it's called a setting spray. You can use it under your makeup and after your makeup, and it sets it in place so, you know, your makeup doesn't rub off or – because I'm indoors all day. So unless I'm out, like she said, at a picnic or something, that would be different at the beach. But indoors, I apply it once, and I'm good for the day. Unless exactly. I it. Are we talking about the... Bare minerals is one of them. What is that, dear? Bare minerals. Are we talking about the... The powder, the bare minerals, and hydrinity is another one that's a setting spray. There's many different kinds of setting sprays. There's different kinds of setting sprays. Yeah, they're wonder
it's what you do when your your face is completely made up and you're all finished. That's when you spray the setting spray on your face. You, you can also use it underneath your makeup too. Some women that I know use it underneath. My daughter, in fact, does. But I just okay. I don't think of it then. I think of it after. I like to do the setting spray after, and I feel like it keeps my my makeup in place and it moisturizes yeah. it at the same time. I remember back um, in the 80s, Avion. Do you remember that one? That was oh, a spray. Of I that do. You, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was super. Yep. Makeup okay. and, and um, makeup has gotten much better through the years. It has. So, in other words, definitely. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this with the makeup. Is it the SPF 30 when we're talking yeah. about protection? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yes. So sun protecting yes. factor. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I got it. It's it's I have the same product. I just I was never familiar well, with it. Well, okay, let's let me can, let's can I ask a can I ask a question about that? No, I'm sure. not. I don't know, Ray. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you know, no, um, you don't get the candy if you don't get let me ask a question. All right. Ask two questions. Okay, go ahead. No, well, uh, in terms of the 30, the 30 number, do you uh, – I noticed it at, the, at the cosmetic counters, places where they sell this stuff, uh, there, there are different strengths. Now, does that depend on the type of skin that you have? So the, the lighter your skin, the higher the number? What, what are your thoughts no. on that? Basically, the Food and Drug Administration is the one that kind of regulates the SBF. So the SBF stands for, like we said before, it's some protecting factor. An SBF number indicates really the level of protection against ultraviolet um, rays. Right. So sunscreen right. with a higher SBF after greater protection gives you greater protection for the sun. The lower, so it has to be a minimum of a 30 in order to get that that full sun protecting factor, the low but, but it can be it can be higher, than, right? Correct, it can be higher. So now yeah. they okay. recognize thirty as the same as a fifty, believe it or not, or a hundred. Because really, really though, okay. it's just it's just the wearability, whether you're um, in the water or if you're perspiring. So that's really the difference. So. Basically, a thirty is it's it's the same as a hundred. It's not it, a hundred's not going to give you any more protection than a thirty well. Okay, okay, that's good to know. I like to move on. I like to move on. I like to move on to the different layers, the critical functions, uh, and their importance. Uh, and Nielsa, the okay. different layers of skin. Mm-hmm, if you would be so kind. Sure. Um, so the different layers of skin is in the critical. Um, functions of it, you have the epidermis, and then you have the dermis, and you have the subcutaneous tissue. Uh, Epidermis is the outer layer. That's where you have all your dead skin cells that sheds um, about every 28 days when we're younger. As we mature, it slows down the cell turnover, and you're looking about every um, 30 60, sometimes as we get older, even 90 days, okay? Now, um, the dermis is where you have all of your, um, all of your life vessels, 
And that feeds into the skin's outer layer, and it helps with the cell turnover. Um, and then the subcutaneous tissue is another life tissue where you have all of the internal factors of the skin where really we don't mess with in the cosmetic industry. You're looking more towards like, um, you know, plastic surgeons, but not even then because you can scar the skin. So with the um, dermis, that's where you want to work in, let's say, for instance, with anti-aging, because that's where your melanocytes are, where it creates the melanin. That's where your um, cells are, are and where you have, like, the collagen and the fibroblasts, which fibroblasts is what creates the collagen. It stimulates new cells. It cushions the skin. And then, of course, it targets the fine lines and wrinkles. And that's where we want to target. So you have, um, which you have the first stage, second stage, and third stage. We really work in the first and then second, um, which is the upper reticular layer, and then the mid-reticular is as as far as we're going to go, layers of the skin, if you're looking at more medical aesthetics. So the importance of taking care of the epidermis will affect the dermis. So you want to use a product that can penetrate the skin and create the best environment to produce the healthier cells because that's what we want to target. We want to get rid of the old cells, target the new cells, cushion them with, with, with um, specific serums and vitamins and um, like hyaluronic acid, vitamin C, all of that's going to help cushion those cells, plump those cells, and create a wonderful new radiant cell plumped in order to show on the outside. So it usually takes, if you're doing any treatments, it's going to take about a month before you really see a difference. Why is that? Because we talked about Um, your cell turnover being turned over about every 28 to 30 days if you're doing a treatment. Okay? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, the cells renew every uh, every 28 days, 29 days for a younger person and an older person, for everybody, right? For all of us. No. Humans, right? Mm -mm. No. Uh No. So, on a younger person, it's about every 28 days. As we mature, it slows down. So that's where you have to go in and manage those cells and stimulate them to turn over. For instance, you can use anything like Retin-A, Retinol. Um, you can use uh, glycolic, lactic, anything that helps shed the skin off and then you treat it with a great product like a vitamin, um, hyaluronic acid, um, any type of uh, ingredients that will help plump that, those cells and make that skin healthier. So mm-hmm. no. So the, the secret to it is cell turnover. Um, I had a, a lady that walked in one time into my clinic, and, and I knew she was in her 60s. And, and when I was looking at her skin, I could not find, like, where she had had, like, plastic surgery. 
or any type of treatment per se. So I asked her, I said, what's your secret? And she said, you know, Anilsa, I've been using Retin-A since it first came out. And so she was using it as her night cream, and that's what her dermatologist told her to do. She said, my dermatologist said to me, if I use Retin-A every single night for the rest of my life, I will have the prettiest, the most soft, the most supple, less pigmented skin that you'll ever see and make sure that you always use a sunscreen. And she sure did. And her skin looked beautiful. So it's never too late to start um, because when you turn those cells over, you're feeding it back again. So just remember, when you're younger, the cells turn over quicker. When you're older, they slow down. So we have to use something to turn those cells over so that we can produce new, healthy, beautiful cells. Well, I didn't know that. Norma, did you know that? Ray, did you know that? Well, I, 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 knew. I, knew, I knew some of that, but I, I also know that if you don't do that, uh, you also run the risk of being more susceptible to skin cancer. So if you don't do if you don't if if you don't do the turnover and keep this oh, yes. keep this moist, uh, every, the, the wrinkles are just one of of the 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 unfortunate side effects, but it's the skin cancer that's even more severe. Correct, like atenic keratosis, that would be one. So um, atenic keratosis is. Uh, a precursor to skin cancer. And so right. those are cells that are damaged and you have to treat those. So, um, yes, definitely. And um, one bad burn on a, say, for instance, two-year-old, it has been one bad burn. We're looking at a very, um, you know, bad sunburn. Um, it can cause uh in the future for that baby to grow up and have skin cancer, just one bad burn. So, yes, it's so important even on babies to put sunscreen on and, and for us to avoid sun, sun uh, being out exposed to the sun. Yeah, I mean, it can also cause herpes too. Yes. yes. Especially, especially around, uh, around the upper lip. Yeah, it's uh, and around too much the sun. ears. Right, right. I had a I had a, a, a professor walk in one day. Um, he was one of my professors at a it was a theology school, and I remember looking at him and I said, um, Doctor O'Donnell, I really think you need to come to my clinic and and let me look at your skin. And I said, because you have this little, you know, skin over your ear that I'm kind of finding it to be suspicious. And um, he said, oh, no, that's hairspray. Well, I made him come in, and sure enough, uh, I, I uh, called my doctor and I said, I really think he's got skin cancer. And so I made him make an appointment with a dermatologist, and they had to cut almost half of the ear off. And unfortunately, oh it ended up that he died from melanoma. Yeah, which um, is, and, and yeah. that's a quiet, that's a quiet killer too. It is. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, we're talking uh, to skin expert Anil Sir Brown. I I can't thank you enough for being with us tonight. And um, let me move over to segment two. We have so much to cover in this one hour. Conquering skin challenges. 
Um, what are the most common skin issues people face, and what are their typical causes? And I watch your, your um, videos all the time, all the time. People love to watch when you are in action, and they'll, and they'll say, I watch all the time. It relaxes me. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it must relax millions of other people, let me tell you. But um, it's fascinating, you know, um, to watch all of that. But what are some of the common issues? Um, um, teenagers, yeah, on teenagers and even even adults, acne is a it's a big challenge, you know, especially teens. Um, hormonal issues will, and genetic is another factor that contributes to acne. Acne, um, you know, it affects about um, like eight million or so a year people. Isn't that crazy? Um, so it's some form of acne. And so it affects the way um, that teenager looks at himself. So your mirror image dictates your future. So mm-hmm. there's many people that will look at themselves and limit their potential based on how they look and how they feel about themselves. So my job is to make sure that we get them expediated results so that they can live their lives to their full potential, not based on how they look, but based on how they feel about themselves and tap into whatever, you know, God-given talents they have. I, um, you know, it's been proven that we have... um, you know, teenagers have limited themselves, even committed suicide based on the way they feel about their acne. And that's very sad. So that's one of, one of the challenges. The other challenge is, um, you know, for young adults, it's also the same thing, you know, and hormonal changes happen and they can get breakout. Um, you know, birth control pills can cause breakouts. Um, mm-hmm. genetic can cause breakout. Uh, the other one is also hyperpigmentation, you know. So, melan- you know, uh, melasma, chalasma, post-inflammatory condition, which a post-inflammatory condition happens whenever you have a breakout. On lighter skin tones, they're red. On darker skin tones, they're brown. And it's whenever you have any type of acne lesion, it pushes against the layers of the skin, creating trauma. That trauma creates a color because the melanin goes in and um, attacks it. And it creates either red if you're light skin tone or dark if you're, you know, darker skin tone. And so I've had, you know, patients that come in and say, I don't care so much about the breakout. It's those brown spots or those red spots that really bother me. So that, too, is something that we have to address whenever, you know, people come in with issues concerning their skin. Incredible. Norma, do you have questions? I do. I do. Elsa, I have a question. Um, what about, because, you know, I'm, I'm older and, you know, the wrinkles and all that, um, although genetically I've been gifted because I'm Italian, so I have, oh, uh, yeah. I don't have, I don't have dry skin. 
We tend to be lucky, us Italians. I think it's the olive oil. But anyway, uh, what do you what do you think about peptides in the uh, a peptide in a in a wrinkle? Uh, you know, I, the ones that firm the skin or tighten the skin that are so popular I, now. Oh yeah, peptides are really great. Peptides really again anything that will go in. The best way to describe it is as we mature. If you can picture like a say a wall that has bricks and the bricks has mortars. Um, as we mature, those mortars break down and that brick starts to fall out of place. And that's the same way our skin is. And when it falls out of place, it creates lines and wrinkles. Genetic plays a very important part. The second is sun exposure. And then the third is just not taking care of your skin at all, you know. Um, but but basically, peptides work in to fill in that mortar, and it cushions it back up, and it fills those gaps. So it plumps. Mm-hmm. So definitely, um, you know, that peptides, have, they have been around for a long time, but they've improved in the delivery system of those peptides. So that's what I love about the technology is that it advances. And as time goes by, you get, you know, the peptides that we had back in the 80s with, let's say, Elizabeth Arden, which is a great product line. Um, Now um, you have other products that are more medically, um, you know, uh, factored uh, into our regular skincare lines. And what they do is that they, they... last longer, adjust quicker, and create more of a firmness uh, and lesser time than it did back in in the 80s. So peptides definitely are are a great way to manage aging on the skin. Mm -hmm. And how about liquid collagen? How about that? I've I've got a bottle in my fridge right now. Okay. (laughs) Well, so collagen is a little—it's a little controversial, and let me tell you why. The collagen um, can be the molecule itself can be larger than the molecule in our skin. So, when you're looking at that type of product, the collagen, it sits on top instead of penetrating. So that's is, why they're going more This is liquid, into, though, Alyssa. This is the liquid is. collagen. Mm-hmm. Even, okay. even if right. it's liquid. Yeah, even okay. if it's liquid. So okay. what they're saying now is basically the best way to do it is to ingest it. Drinking it is better that's, than That's the than one I have. It. Yes. And that's supposed the to keep it in the refrigerator, one. right? It's supposed yes. to be refrigerated? Yes. Yeah, I'm it doing is. it right then. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so that's better the best to way to do it. Okay. I'm sorry. So it is, it is good to ingest it and not just yes. superficially, but to, to actually take your tablespoon and have one every day. Like is what I do. It. Oh, definitely. Put it right in the drink. Yes. Put it right in the drink, Norma. No, Mary, right, in the, right in the spoon. Mine came with a spoon, a special spoon, and I am kidding you. I am kidding <laughs> you. Please. In my in my uh, in my cocktails, you mean? Oh yeah, well, in I your don't cocktail. Know. That that's it. And my cocktails. That's right. That's an and easy nobody, way to get it. Nobody there. has to know. <laughs> right. No one has to know. That's I have right. Liquid collagen. <laughs> that's a great idea. 
That's a great idea, Marietta. You could start a whole new trend. And well, I'm I'm just kidding. For our listeners, I am just I thought it was a joke. It would would, would be very appropriate to have a little joke here, you know. But let me get back to Ray, because Ray has has had this homemade remedy, and I don't think he really, you know, unfolded the topic. So now well, it's, it's time to ask Anilsa about homemade remedies. Homemade remedies, I. I love homemade remedies, but you have to be very careful. For instance, um, you have where um, one of the one of the um, ingredients, let's say, for instance, lemons in um, women of darker skin tones will tend and take a lemon on their skin. And rub it, rub it, rub it, rub it, rub it, and and instead of um, causing it to lighten the brown spot, it makes it darker because the pH on it. So is there? I I believe I think everything is born out of homemade remedies. I mean that's really when you think about it, but you just have to be very wise on how to use it. Because sometimes we have this mentality, if a little is good, a lot more is better. And it's mm-hmm. not necessarily true. So, um, but I I do believe in, in like, for instance, um, honey is great. Now, um, oh, my God, tamarack. So that's a right. popular one right. right now that everybody's kind of using. But tamarack can actually stimulate the melanocyte or in in a negative way. In other words, you can cause hypopigmentation or hyperpigmentation. So you have to be very careful with that. Um, so again, just um, make sure that you do a little test area and don't leave it like you know for hours on the skin. And people tend to do that, and of course, it causes damage. But I do. Yeah. I just I do I love home remedies. I think they they work good. Um I still <laughs> you're going to laugh. You know, um I'm Puerto Rican. So, we believe in Vicks. <laughs> right. Right. So, right. Oh yeah, right. we Vicks everything. And you're so back. if you have a pimple, you put a Vicks. If you know whatever. <laughs> and uh, so and it's not necess- it's the camphor in it that brings down the inflammation, you know, but um, who wants to walk around smelling like Vicks? <laughs> forget it. Right, forget yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Vicks vapor up you, you're talking about, right? That gel that you yeah. put on your chest when you have a yeah, cold? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You ask a Puerto Rican if you, if you, if you could if figure you out. Wanna... I'm sorry? I said, if you could figure out a way to change that smell into something more pleasant, I, I think you'd have you'd have a billion dollar industry. Oh, definitely, kidding. definitely. No, I was I was getting ready to say if you ask, if you ask a Puerto Rican if they were in a deserted island, what two items they would have? I think they would yeah, say maybe fresh water. Yeah, has to be one Vicks. of them, right? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I just want I just want to say with the homemade remedies. Check with a professional like Anil Brown. Yes. I don't put anything on my oh. face. I don't care what anybody else does out there. 
Uh, you check with a professional like Nilsa Brown. Um, I would be afraid to even put lemon on my on my face. I don't put anything on my face. Yeah, yeah I, so, I um, agree. <laughs> yeah, no, it, you know, it's it's all good. It's nice, to, you know, to laugh. But uh-uh. no, no, you just never know what all uh, turmeric I put in soup. I use it for other things. You know, the turmeric. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people use it for who knows what. So yeah. always check with a professional. I want to put this disclaimer and check with the professional what you're putting on your skin. And if you should put yeah. it, don't put anything on your skin unless exactly. you ask a professional. No, that's, I that's agree. What I'm yeah. Yeah. So um, for our listeners, how can they maintain a skin health? Uh, and uh, beauty over a long uh, period of time. Uh, you know, I, I can't wait to, to get to our aging um, segment, but I do want to um, ask that question because everybody says, well, what do we do? You know, they don't read necessarily. Then the, the printed word may not be understood properly. I have to actually have a conversation with professionals because I don't always understand what's written in an article. So um, we're a little so older. We're a, yeah. Go ahead. No, I would say skin health has to do a lot with plenty of water is so vital. That's one of the things that we really need to um, understand that is so, that's the basic is it's drinking plenty of water because you're, um, when you drink water, it plumps and hydrates those cells. That's one. Secondly, sunscreen. And I would say thirdly is really wash your face every night. Do not go to bed with your makeup on. Um, it is proven, it's a fact, that every time you sleep with your makeup on, you age your skin seven days. Seven days? So, seven days. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, terrible. yeah, it's not good. So a lot of times, um, you know, you can add that up and it's before you know it, you're in trouble. Yeah. And it clogs your pores. It, you know, your skin doesn't, you're, at night your body goes through what we call the nocturnal system where you're through your cells um, and your vascular walls, it throws out toxins. And through those pores, it throws out toxins. So if you have an occlusion of makeup on, especially, say, for instance, if you put on sunscreen, which it screens the skin, then you have no way of that those pores to, to throw out those toxins and it stays there. And then your skin can't breathe. And so you look tired. Your skin looks um, gray, dull. It doesn't have that healthy glow. And then you haven't been able to put any of those nutrients, vitamins, um, that you need for your skin to work its maximum uh, potential. So every time you sleep with your makeup on, you're aging your skin. So it's so important to really uh, wash your skin. And then in the morning, the same way. Why? Because you have to take away all those toxins that your skin expelled to wash your face and so you start with a nice, clean canvas. And then you could put on all of the 
vitamins and moisturizers and eye cream and all of those wonderful things that your skin needs, your sunscreen. Um, You know, I have a lot of patients that walk in and they have so much clogged pores and they're not acne. They're literally just clogged pores and I could tell uh, and I could tell right away and I'll say do you sleep with your makeup on and I say look I'm the professional here so you can either choose to lie or to tell the truth and they're like well I sleep with my makeup on I said I could tell so you could definitely tell the skin looks dull grayish it doesn't have that healthy beautiful glow because it you just don't give it the opportunity to work at its maximum potential so that's I have the a first question. Help. Yes. Right. Uh, Anissa, Ray is in the movie industry, so he okay. uh, he wears a lot of makeup on set. I'm thinking about the TV people that have to look beautiful every single day, and they have to apply makeup every single day. And those eyelashes, forget the eyelashes, that's a whole other topic. But okay. is it? damaging to your skin if you wear makeup that heavy every single day like they do, you know, to look good on camera? No. As long as you wash it off, it's not. No. And as as long as um, it's a good quality makeup, no. No. The the key to it is, is just making sure that you wash your face and you take it all off. So, no. I mean... I I haven't seen um, any movie star that looks bad unless they don't wash their face. I mean, they always, they take their time to take off their makeup, um, you know, to clean their skin. So I don't think so. Uh, Ray, what do you think? No, actually, uh, you know, I, I think it's it's exactly the way you said. You know, we're dealing with professionals. Uh, we're using the best products, and you know, and and, and I have to tell you that in uh, in recent years, the the average television or, or movie person, uh, they're using less and less makeup. Okay, mm-hmm. it's more of a natural look, unless they're trying to do something exotic. Mm-hmm. You know, where we're you know trying to age someone deliberately or to create a special effect. Uh, But then again, once that's done, uh, they will remove it as quickly as the the scene is completed. So I I don't see that as being a concern. I don't don't know. I I think you're exactly right. I'm sorry? I said I agree with you totally. Yeah, totally. Hmm. I thought um, maybe I misunderstood that uh, when you wear makeup uh, every day that it could be damaging to your skin. But um, that's, I'm glad I uh, clarified that. But Ray always wanted to look 20 years younger than he really is. So I said, you've got to wait till you meet a Nielsen <laughs> I always wanted. To, I always wanted to look 20 years older when I was a kid. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, we got to reverse that now. And here we're on our third segment, which is Timeless Beauty Secrets. And um, Nielsa has the secrets. She has the secrets. What is skin needling, and how does it contribute to a more youthful appearance? Sure. Microneedling is um, one of the 
newest technology and what it does is that it goes into we use a pen and um, these pens have uh, anywhere between 10 to 15 little needles and they make little punctures up to 50,000 punctures on the skin uh, they're very micro tiny tiny micro uh, punctures and what we do is we um, use there's two forms you could do regular micro needling without using plasma in plasma of course they we draw the blood out and we spin that blood and divide or separate the plasma from the blood and then once we do the micro needling uh, we apply the plasma onto the skin so once we make those micro channels it penetrates into the skin. Your skin recognizes that because it's your own plasma, and what it does again is that it goes in deeper. Um, remember we talked about the upper reticular layer of the skin, mid-reticular layer of the skin. So what it does, it goes into the upper to upper mid-reticular layers, and that's where all of the activity um, is really factored in. And it penetrates to stimulate fibroblast. And the fibroblast, of course, creates new collagen. And what this does is that because it recognizes your own plasma, it plumps the skin. And once you have a series between three to six, depending on what we're targeting, you can actually uh, see a huge difference anywhere from fine lines to wrinkles to um, scarring and uh, within three to six treatments and it'll last up to about three years so it's really great now of course you want to maintain your skin just because you did this treatment doesn't mean that you can't maintain it you want to maintain it by doing other types of treatments but you could see a textural change on the skin and when we say that we also have to make sure that the, the client or dash patient understands that we all age. Aging doesn't stop, okay? But um, you could see the difference on the pore size. You could see the difference of the length and depth of a wrinkle. You could see the integrity of the skin change. Um, it, the, the, the overall health, and I always talk about health because a healthy skin has a natural, beautiful glow. And this is what microneedling does, is that it, it creates this beautiful texture, creating the natural glow that your skin has when you're in your 20s. So it's, a, wow. it's, it's wonderful. It's a, it's a very nice um, procedure that is um, very much used now uh, in, in, in many, many clinics. Can I ask a question? See, sure. he does want to look 20 years younger. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Great. Go ahead. What can you tell us about Botox? So Botox is, is um, designed to actually paralyze <laughs> the nerve. Right. And so... Um, the, usually the areas that's treated with Botox is the glabella, which is the right between your brows, uh, crow's right. feet. Um, and then you can use it in, uh, in 
other areas of the skin depending. But remember, because it relaxes that, you don't want to use it necessarily um, so much around what we call the marionette lines, you know, around the perioral mm-hmm. area. Um, that's where right. fillers come into play. But Botox is uh, it's very highly favored. I mean, I think every woman and men, they're coming in for Botox. Uh, it just softens those lines. And after, uh, you know, a continual period of using it, your your muscles don't contract there anymore. So it takes less Botox with time than when you were when you first started. For instance, when I first started, I was doing Botox like every three months, and then it got to where I was just doing every nine to ten months because that muscle got used to being relaxed. So I was right. using other muscles, but um, but yeah, so it's it's great. I love it. It just really softens that look. Now, you don't want to over, I don't believe in over Botoxing. In other words, where you don't have no expression in your face, and, and that's not right. good either. So, but yes, Botox is, is it's a wonderful tool um, that's being used a lot to soften lines, especially, again, of, you know, forehead, the um, between the brows and around the uh, outer perimeter of the orbital bone. Ray, have you had Botox? No, I haven't. Have but you I had... know people I know people who who do get it. And, and you know, some of them love it, but I think some of them just have overdone it. You know, especially when they yeah. they they, they want to try to get uh I guess the lip area more prominent. Um, maybe you're looking at, maybe you're thinking of filler. Maybe, 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 yeah, because Botox will relax it and then they'll have a frown. Yeah, I know people who use taking the Botox to to reduce forehead wrinkles and stuff like that. Correct. That that seems to work out really well. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, on the on the fillers on the lips, yeah, they they overdo it and it just it just doesn't look natural. I haven't done yeah, any doesn't. fillers, yeah, uh, at all. But I have done Botox because I I have a prominent number eleven <laughs> between my brows. That's what I call it, a number eleven. So a number eleven, yeah. okay. I must, yeah. I must have a fifteen then. <laughs> well, it says you get two lines right between those brows. Right. So I call it right. number 11. Right. But, yeah. So, but, yeah. Uh, um, Anilsa, mm-hmm. what is the difference um, going back to the skin needling? Uh, mm-hmm. we, it will take three to six sessions, and it will last three years. Can this be done on uh, on the neck as well? Yes. Face on the yes. neck. I've seen a lot of women with wrinkle wrinkled um necks face so yeah okay sort of but you really see it um on their on their neck so uh it can be done at on any, the neck any area part. well yeah the neck, neck area, and decollete yeah. decollete area yes definitely decollete. Mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. Definitely. norma i'd like to bring you in yep <laughs> i'm just listening to it all I, I yeah. know that you got to change your trip. You got to change your trip from uh, Florida to to Killeen, Texas. 
I guess for the so. wedding. I, I, have, I have relatives in Texas too, so that wouldn't be so oh, hard you do? to do. But I'm I do. Oh, I have okay. nieces and nephews in Dallas and Houston. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was going to ask is, most of these procedures though are out of pocket. Uh, um, financially taken care of. It's not none of them are really covered by insurance, are they? Is, is that uh, correct? Only, only acne is covered by insurance, but Botox, uh, no. There's all uh, of uh, Botox fillers. Botox is if you have headaches, you know, because it's also right. used for that because it relaxes that muscle. But right. no, nothing cosmetic. No, it won't. Mm-mm. It won't. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Is it a pricey? thing that we're talking about um, yeah anywhere needle. from 10 yeah ten dollars a unit to thirteen dollars a unit and then on um the gauge like a syringe um it could start anywhere from 675 to 850 depending you know so um in, in Colleen it's a lot less than it is like new york or you know mm-hmm. uh california um, because of course we're smaller town, but I have um, a question. I have a mm-hmm. I have a question, um, uh, and Nielsa. Let's just say, and I this is a scenario, so I can understand it better. Let's just say I I come out to to see you in your clinic, and you decide, well, I need at least six sessions. What are the the spacing, the windows in between? So it's, um, yeah, so it's one every four. Uh, weeks. Remember that we always talk about that 28 days. So mm-hmm. we're trying to get that skin to renew itself every 28 days. So for every four weeks. So how how does that work? Um, uh, Once a uh, month. Of course, for locals, is it's 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 easier to get to to you. Or mm-hmm. by car, if they have a couple of hours drive. What about somebody from the East Coast or from other parts of the world, and they like to see you? Because mm-hmm. you do have a big clinic in uh, Killeen, Texas. Um, so if they like to see me, the best way to do it would be do a consult um, with me. And I could talk to them. You know, we what we usually do is we take photos, or they'll send photos to us um, on both sides, left to right, and then front face, uh, if it's decollete, they do the decollete in the neck area, and then we look at the photos, they fill out a whole uh, consent form, we review it, and then we set up a time for them um, to have a consult with us. And at that time, I will spend about an hour with them on the phone, and um, and then we'll be able to go over those areas of concerns. They can they get a printout, and they could take that with them to their, you know, the place that's the closest to them, but they won't be able to have it, you know, they, I mean, I don't think it will be cost effective to fly to Colleen, but at least they'll be able to get information. We usually, um, if they need any brochures sent to them, we'll do that. Um, and we sent them um you know, information on the type of treatments that we would recommend. But one thing that I always tell patients is that each clinic really, they they want their own consult. That's just, it's the standard protocol. Um, But at least they're very well informed. 
So when they go somewhere, mm-hmm. they at least have the information. And, and you know, uh, knowledge is power. So you're able to kind of discern what you're wanting and what you're looking for. So, you yeah, absolutely. Do you have referrals? Do, do, you, do you do referrals uh, to, to any other clinics that do similar work to you? Um, we can always, yeah, we can always find... Um, I don't do referrals because I don't know a lot of people like where their clinics are at, but uh, I am part of um, an aesthetic community, and that's where we do the referrals from. And usually what I'll do is I'll type, hey, I have a patient that needs to be seen for this, this, and this. Um, If you're interested, please, you know, private message me, and then, you know, I'll talk to them and, and then we'll take it from there. And then I don't give them the information of the client. What I do is I'll give the client the information of them so that they right. can call them right. themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can really um, um, envision, since people know you all over the world, uh, there are people that actually come and see you in your clinic. and. Uh, I was watching this, um, I think it was on, on television or on YouTube, and he's a makeover artist. He's in the hair business and makeup business, so he really transforms you on the spot. It's for a day you're in this spa. I forgot what, what um, state he's in here in the States. And um, people come from all over the world, and I see the same thing with you. I really do. Oh. <laughs> No, and this I really do. Yeah, yeah. This is not just here, you know, um, just locally, local. Uh, No, because people come because of you. That's the first thing, you know. Well, I love people. I, I, uh, I always said if I can open a clinic, that would be just, um, you know, a nonprofit. I would. I don't know. My husband be too proud, but. But I, I just, I love it. I, it's something that I just find it very rewarding. And um, yeah, it's. I think it's just transforming the clients really from the inside out. Because a lot of times people walk in very broken because of their self-image, and it could mm-hmm. be something as simple, you know, even as as a wrinkle. And then you have to kind of just address that, of course, because that's their concern. But encourage people to know that life is more than just a wrinkle, you know. And so, um, and then teaching them how to take care of their skin and looking forward to managing their skin needs. And so, it's uh, it's it is it's a it's a very rewarding career. I I thoroughly enjoy it. I remember. Right. Um, before we leave, um, I remember um, a few years back, I was, um, I have a, um, a friend, and um, she spent seven years um, with her husband, then husband, he, and he passed away. Mm. And she, she was 59, she married him, and he was uh, maybe 15 years older. A hell of a nice guy, Frank. And in those seven years, she aged incredible. 
mm-hmm. I mean, and she had great energy. I mean, vivacious and, and everything. And in those seven years, all her energy was gone. And she mm-hmm. really looked older. I mean, mm-hmm. to be kind now, older, mm-hmm. really, with mm-hmm. wrinkles and everything. And after his death, she um, she went to, to really have her, she had a facelift. And I don't know anything about any of that. A facelift, mm-hmm. and uh, I know she goes for Botox, and she looks mm-hmm. terrific. Of course, mm-hmm. she put on weight, but weight she was able to manage back to her normal mm-hmm. size or size 10. But the face, oh my mm-hmm. God, oh my God, mm-hmm. and this is so true. It's it's it, 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 where does your energy go? Where does your energy go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, um, she would have never aged. This is just maybe I'm totally wrong with this, uh, but I'm going to say it anyway. Why did she age that much in seven years? Why? I I think is, you know, um, grief shows right. what we go on the Wor- inside. Worry. No, Stress. she wasn't yeah. grieving. She was, he was still alive, but he was yeah, 15 but years old. Worry and stress. 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 Mm. 100% stress. What, well, stress, I tell you, yeah. she had nothing. She she had nothing to be stressed out about. She had everything. Money. Uh, they traveled. They did. She had everything. She had a a a, a terrific life. Yeah, but, but you know, you know, sometimes to... we don't. Sometimes we don't know what's under the covers. Correct. You know? I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, tell, you, tell me. I'm. She might have been a drinker. I'm going to. like her liquor, alcohol. No, I'm, I'm just going to. I'm just going to say it out loud. Okay. I have a lot of energy when I, I have a lot of energy and that energy has to be lived. Mm-hmm. But if I'm with a partner and I'm not sure if I'm right with this, but if I'm with a partner that is very quiet and laid back and I can't live my energy, I have to put a lid on it. Uh, what happens then? Maybe I'm too, I, I like to research that, what I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but she had but she had nothing to worry about, nothing to worry but about. That, but as far as you think, though, inner strength, inner yes, stress right. to see what was going mm-hmm. on inside her that you we, knew nothing about. That's we, all, we all have we all have something to worry about mm-hmm. at some point. We just right. may not show it outwardly, yep. but it manifests mm-hmm. itself in our appearance. Mm-hmm. in our energy levels. I mean, there's lots of different things that go, why, why do people commit suicide? Mm-hmm. You know, and they look and, you know, and they have the world, yeah. you know, they're, they're celebrities, they've, they've got money, they've got uh, friends, power, all the things that you would think would make for a really happy life. And mm-hmm. that's not always the case. No. Mm-mm. Uh, you yeah, know, no, I think I'm... I got something, uh, guys. I think I got something there. I just had uh, the idea. Just think if you're, if you're, uh, you know, if you have a very hard life, it, you know, and you worry all the time. Of course, it's going to show on your face, and it's going to do something to your skin. I'm sure. Uh, when you're with a a, a a a partner, and you're unhappy. Or you can't live, one has great energy, the other one doesn't. It's really laid back. So uh, 
it, it has an effect on you and 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 your looks. It does. It must. Mm-hmm. Oh yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a stress. Absolutely. I mean, that's a stress yeah. factor right there. I think everybody, all of us are designed to um, to give love, to feel loved, and to feel wanted and valued. And, right. um, you know, so it's one of those things that communication is so important in anything, whether it's a friendship or your partner, you know, is 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 family members is so important, you know, um, that's, you know, Ray said it correctly is that, you know, people commit suicide and you think, oh, they have, you know, they have everything. Why they were rich, they had you know, mansions, whatever, but there was the part in their heart that was not being filled and, mm-hmm. um, that causes them great sadness, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, um, unfortunately Thank you for your insight, you know, and mm-hmm. Nielsa and Ray and, and, um, you know, um, Norma, I, I really appreciate it because I wondered about that, you know, yeah. when everybody mm-hmm. is so happy, she's so happy and had everything and was touring the world and why, you know, the mm-hmm. glow was gone. She looked horrible after that and mm-hmm. he hadn't even died yet, you know? So, but anyway, she did the reset, reset for life uh, with her yeah. facelift and everything, and she went on her journey again, found That's a new good. new person, and um, I wish her very good luck, you know. But anyway, uh, and Nilsa, I want to thank you for your time, for coming in today and oh, um, you. sharing your knowledge with us. And you can see uh, Nilsa, please visit her website, anilsa.co, anilsa.co. Mm-hmm. And read a little bit about what um, um, you know about the clinic and the services. Norma G, I want to thank you for your time, and also Ray, the actor, so who wears a lot of makeup. I think Ray should go to Colleen first. He wants to look 35 <laughs> years younger. So I'll get you the ticket tomorrow. The rest you have yeah, to thank, um, thank come you. up with. Thank <laughs> you. So thank you guys so much. And um, we'll talk to you real soon on Nilsa. We'll stay in touch. Thank okay. you. Thank you, so Thank much, you Ray. Thank you. And Norma. good night. Thank, Thank you, Mary. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Good Bye-bye. Night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.